everyone. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. So glad that you are joining in today. I have got a very special guest today. Her name is Pam Nichols. Welcome, Pam. <laughs> Thank you. Pam goes to my church and um, I'm just super excited to be here. She has been... Um, Pam is like the most welcoming... You are. I shouldn't talk about you like you're not here. You're here. Pam is the most welcoming person. She is a rock star at our church. Whenever there's a new person in church, you are always, I can always count on you going to them and welcoming them in and making them feel a part of the church. So that's just your personality and you're amazing. So thank you for being here today. We are both enjoying Starbucks coffee <laughs> and it is 7.20. So I just want you to realize that I am going to be up like really late tonight. I probably should have got a decaf one. I don't know if they do decaf iced coffees. Oh, I don't know either. So Pam is, um, today she's spending her day getting ready for doing, is it Tiny Tots? Is that what you call it? Tiny Tots, yes. Tiny Tots at Brayside Camp. She is an amazing children's, well, I'm gonna say children's church worker, but you do ministry with kids. Like yeah. it's like, it's just amazing. It's your gifting. So you were setting up today, getting ready for that. Yeah. I yeah. spent six hours decorating the room and uh, still got the dinosaur table left to do and, <laughs> and the puzzle table and a few other things to stick on the wall. And then I'll uh, plan out the crafts and the uh, actual what stories are being done on what day. Yeah. So. And you do this for three weeks. I do it for three weeks. And due, due to the pandemic, I I normally I would do 44 programs, morning, night, morning, night. Oh but because of the gosh. pandemic... Yeah. I'm only doing 12 because that's the only church services we're having. Yeah. But I'm so thankful because we had nothing last year. <laughs> yes. And so this is my eighth year doing oh it. Oh, my god! And so when you go from, like, doing it three straight weeks and then to nothing, it's like, okay, wow. bring me the babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the tiny yeah. tots are children ages three to five. Okay. And we take some random six-year-olds because um, they're not quite ready to go to the super church program. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you've been doing it for eight years, and mm -hmm. this is your holiday, yes. so-called holiday yes. from work. She, this is, she takes <laughs> holidays to go do ministry with kids. <laughs> like people would be like, "Are you insane?" That that needs to be a whole other podcast right there. <laughs> Honestly, well, oh I have, my I goodness, have, I have many holidays. I have six weeks, so oh. if I can give four back to the Lord. It's all amazing. Good. So. Honestly. Um, so Pam is here today, and we are going to talk about, a, I'm going to say, it's not a, maybe not a sensitive topic, but I think it's a topic people don't want to talk about. We're going to talk about um, being divorced and getting divorced when you're a Christian. And, and that's stuff people don't want to, like, it's yeah. like, I don't know, I just think people are embarrassed somehow, right? Well, you consider yourself like a failure, right? You yeah. know, you're supposed to forgive 70 times seven right but <laughs> <laughs> where does that stop yeah, right right yeah. so that's where I got to those points wow mm -hmm. so Pam tell me we're gonna kind of go back to the very beginning when you're first married to to, to the husband that you're not with anymore because she has an amazing man by the way we're gonna talk about him in a little bit um but you're you're how old were you when you first got married not that it matters, but just curious, kind of like setting the timeline. I was um, almost 26. 26. So you're marrying a man who obviously you're in love with and plan to spend the rest of your life with. It was actually a gentleman I dated when I was in high school for one year. Oh. And then he moved from, you know, from where I'm from 
to um, where he where his family lives now, and um, then we lost connection, and then we reconnected. Okay. So yeah, so we got married, and then two years later, I had my oldest daughter. Right. And um, it was sort of, it was sort of iffy all through those during that time, even before I had my first daughter. Really? So yeah, it was pretty rocky. But you you both knew the Lord at the time, were you both Christians? Yes, at actually, the time? my ex um, um, <laughs> drummed at the church where we go. Wow, okay, so he was yeah, he was, on he was the very involved. Team. Okay, very involved. He was actually church deacon at one point. Okay. Um, so um, that was one of the difficult things about the divorce mm-hmm. because how how do you um, separate and divorce from someone who's in that role? Of course, when it happened, he wasn't walking walking the walk, even though people thought he was. Okay. Right. So people thought he was walking a a, a Christian walk. You knew behind the scenes that it 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 really wasn't so. Um. And then, so when you decided, okay, like enough's enough, you need to, like, it's obviously not going to get better. I'm sure you've tried all the avenues, like you said, forgive 70 times seven and again and again and again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it just, you could see that this was just not. Well, yeah, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't working. And it was one of those things where, okay, Lord, you need, it just so happened it was during family camp. Okay. It was during family camp and I was having a huge battle with the Lord. Lord. If this marriage is not supposed to be, you need to find a way to get me out of here because at that time, then I just after having my 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 youngest child, and she was only fifteen months old. Wow! And so my oldest was ten years, and my youngest was was fifteen months old. So it was like, okay, how am I supposed to do this on my own, Lord? You you got to figure this out. So um, then, of course, it was the second last day of family camp. And it was a big sermon about forgiveness, and oh, of and course, of course. <laughs> and and it it was Mr. Bombay actually, okay. not Cal, but the other one. Okay. Um, and when he preached, he talked about it's it's okay to uh, walk away from relationships, wow. and if there is forgiveness to be had, God will make that happen. Mm. He says, but. If you're being abused, if there's domestic violence and mm-hmm. all those sort of things, mm-hmm. you need to be out of there because it's not safe. Wow. And God does not want you to be in a relationship like that. That's, so that, that's such a divine appointment where you were there at that time. It to was hear a Saturday that. morning service. Wow. The second, it was like, like the last Saturday. Yeah. Because it was finished on Sunday. Like it was only two weeks then, right? Yeah. And so when I went home was when all heck broke loose. And, of course, then it was um, uh, the uh, legal authorities at that point came. Wow, that had to come. Yeah. So it came to the point where it, it literally, it wasn't that you were just irritated because he wasn't, it, it literally became a safety issue. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, if we can just kind of park there just yeah, for a second sure. if you're comfortable. Only because I have had, a, through course of ministry and and speaking at ladies retreats the amount of women that I have had come to me who have said that and they they're in a relationship that is unsafe Mm -hmm. but they feel guilty because maybe he doesn't know the Lord and they feel like well it's their ministry they have to stay but if it's not safe like it it, I don't I don't believe God wants you to stay in a place when it's not a safe zone for you 
Well, it had to come to that point where I needed to hear that sermon. Yeah. I needed to hear like that sermon. Yeah. It's okay to be. And so then when the authorities came and one of them took me outside on the front steps and and asked some questions, a voice, God, I know it was God. God yeah. spoke to me and said, now is the time. You need to let the people know and I will take care of you. Wow. So that's when I let it all out then. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're a young woman with two kids and you're thinking probably how am I going to afford this? Where am I going to live? What am I going to do? Right? Mm-hmm. All of those thoughts were coming through your mind. Yeah. Um at the beginning at that point, that Saturday, that evening when that all happened, I wasn't because I cuz God said he'll take care of it. Wow. I was pretty settled actually. I was So you had upset. a peace you knew. I was upset <clears throat> and I had a peace uh, because I knew my family would be there. Um, mm. my, yeah, my family would have been able to financially help me at that point. Okay. Um, so I wasn't worried about that. It was just a long-term part. Right. You know, yeah, you sort of make trying to make it on your own. And now, of course, you're the first one. I have three brothers. You're the first one going to be going through divorce. Okay. And, <laughs> you know, and of course, my family's a church-going family. Oh. You know, so it's not only your your own battles of your relationship but then there's all your family and then your church what are they going to think of it right so you go through all these things after yeah right but i in the moment that exact day i knew it was going to it was it was how it was supposed to be well, it was over yeah. so you you you've made the decision you know that this is what you have to do you've got a piece about it because god has certainly confirmed it to you but then now it's reality hits and you walk into church <laughs> on a Sunday and well, <laughs> well like, actually, what happened? That was that was on the Saturday and then the Sunday of course I was at Brayside. I didn't go to okay. I didn't go to our church and uh, so then that following week I had to go to camp for my kids at work. I had to go and do oh, a children's program gosh. and parents program at my work. Okay. So um, I was then off for a couple more weeks from work. And then I finally went back to work, and my that's when I let my my coworkers know. Nobody knew anything. Wow. Um, let me see. At the church, nobody knew anything right away. It was a couple weeks. Okay. I didn't say a thing because I wanted my girls to still be, um, be in the norm. Yeah. I mean, a few people, close friends knew. Yeah. Uh, that attend the church, and they were there, big supporters big supporters so do you find that the church as a whole was pretty supportive I, I'm assuming he didn't come back to the church no, anymore no so the church was pretty supportive to oh, you huge. how did that go for huge. you huge because three months after it all happened um, because I was we were in a rental home uh, my landlord uh, who actually works with someone from our church okay. and had a conversation with this person before they came to me because their daughter was pregnant and now they wanted to give them my house where I was renting. So now I am separated, two little kids, I've got to move. Oh no. And I'm like, (laughs) what are you, okay. But when I pulled into my driveway that day before I went to see my landlord, um, he poked his head out and said, can I have a talk with you? And I knew exactly what he was gonna say. Mm. He was gonna say, it's time to move. And God said, don't worry. Wow. Go have that conversation, not to worry about it. And when I had that conversation with him, is when he told me he works with this person at our church, and he had this conversation with him. And the person at our church says, 
you don't worry about Pam. Mm. We got her back. Wow. Right? It's neat to see God's hand on you through this whole yeah. situation. Yeah. And then, so I, they said, that was in November, and they said, because, you know, you got your two little ones and things like that, we don't want to move you out before Christmas. Okay. So we want you, if you can go till the end of February. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, oh, great Christmas. And then I got to pack up. I've been in this house 12 years now. Oh, my Right? Goodness. So, wow. um, because we were so involved at the church, my oldest one, I wanted to make sure that everything was still the same for her. Mm-hmm. The little, the youngest one really didn't matter. Yeah, it did, but it didn't because she was just two, right? Um, but, you know, she still had her little group of friends at the church, right? And I still wanted to be involved at the church. I still wanted to, you know, uh, do my own thing at the church too. And I thought it was very important for the group of men that knew my kids that they had strong spiritual support at the church. Okay. So... I prayed about it, prayed about it, and I went and um, with my youngest one, I did like infant massage, and it just so happened that the lady at infant massage had a house for rent. Oh my god! And I, she said, "Well, what are you looking for?" I says, "Well, two or three bedrooms." She says, "Well, we have a two bedroom place down, actually not very like a block or two from where you are." No way, really. So anyway, I went to go see it. Well, really, it's a three-bedroom, but the third bedroom was just small. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a two-year-old. It's perfect totally for fine. a little one. Yes, right? Yes. So anyway, it turns out that, and then I lived there for 14 years, actually, before I oh, end up, we end up coming. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with your kids, was there ever, like, I mean, you said that when things kind of went down in the, when you made that decision, right. the police were involved. Um, so obviously the kids know mm, something's up. Especially the oldest one. She, yes, she, she saw, would... actually saw a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. did you have to sit down and have that conversation? Mommy and Daddy are splitting up. How, like, how did that kind of like... Well, because it was the authorities that removed them on that Saturday, yeah. the next day on the Sunday, CFS, Children's Family Services, were here. Oh, the service okay. workers. When there's kids involved in those situations yeah. and the police remove a, a partner... Um, they have to come in and do okay. an investigation. Okay. Um, they would ask the parent, the existing parent that's left, the questions if if it was like the youngest one's age. But because the oldest one was 10, they asked if they could speak to her privately. Oh, gosh. And that I made me this, sick to my stomach. And I, to this day, have no idea what the conversation was. Really? Does yeah. she remember? Does she talk about it or not really? Uh, she doesn't talk about it no. to me, but yeah. she probably talks about it to other people. Wow. But she, they were like a good 45 minutes. Oh my goodness. A good 45 minutes. I, I, I just think as a mom, my heart would just be like. Well, because the oldest one was very mature at that age. Yeah. I felt that um, God's going to help her. She's okay. She's going to be totally fine. Yeah. And, I, and I think he gave me that piece too. And I mean, it's been 16 years, 17 wow. years wow. since that. And um, I have never had a desire to even ask her mm-hmm. about what the conversations were. Mm-hmm. She'd probably remember word for word anyway. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it's a pretty traumatic <laughs> right? moment in, in life, yeah. right? So for sure yeah. she probably does yeah. remember. So let's kind of get back to just as being as a Christian because mm-hmm. that's, you know, people shun the whole you need to stay with your husband, you need to stay with your wife, like suck it up, get the best of you know what's whatever. wrong with everybody yes, nowadays yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah so did you ever kind of have those moments where you're like i you know where you felt less than as a christian or 
Like, I know you could see God's hand on your life, but was there ever, like, somebody maybe that's listening that's going through it right now, what would you say to them? Like, did you ever have those kind of, like, I failed as a Christian? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what would be the inner voice? While I was still in the relationship? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. And kind before, of, yeah. yeah. Many times, because it was, obviously, I was seeking some sort of a validation to make the relationship work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally God went and said, no, this is like, it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um, I, I kept on driving in my head, like, and, and always the forgiveness part, the forgiveness part. And like, how many times would I hear 70 times seven? And I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm like, come on. Like this can't, I can't do this that long. Right. Yes. And, and once, once you grew up with, when you grow up with, you know, not saying every relationship, every family is perfect. We all have our issues and sure. skeletons, if you want to call yeah. it. But you, you try and, when you say till death do us part, you want to do it. You want to be like that, right? right? Especially when it's um, a, faith, a faith-based a uh, relationship, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, no, definitely I think um, if anyone is going through it, you need to really seek God's guidance. You really need yeah. to seek um, but if there's any sort of violence being, and if it's in harm's way of you or your children or both, yeah, God will take care of you. Yeah. God will take care of you. The first thing people think of, how am I going to, how am I going to survive? Don't look at the long, at the long term right away. Mm, I think you still got to have advice. that. I think you need to have that inner peace or that least day to day peace. Some people tend to look at the forest and the stream and everything else, but just take one tree at a time. Right? Yeah. I think, and and I've had to do that, right? Yeah. Was there a time with your kids that they, because your your oldest now is married, was there ever kind of like that conversation of fear of getting married because of divorce? Like, was that ever a topic? Yes, my oldest, not so much my youngest, because she doesn't really didn't really have a relationship with him, and uh, because at the beginning there was such restricted access. Um, and they haven't really seen him. Well, they actually, the youngest hasn't physically seen him since for nine years now. Wow. And the oldest um, saw him, I think, about five years ago. Okay. So, even though he works local. So, he's he's not. <laughs> he's not in the picture at all. He's not in the picture. He's not in the picture at yeah. all. And they could never have any overnight access. Okay. So, there was no, um, and that's a big thing for a lot of people, um, when it comes to separation and divorce is, you know, they want him to still have a relationship with their kids. I, I think that's sort of a, a, an iffy topic, an iffy thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing uh, because I work with children. Yeah. I, I see I see the pros and the cons, but to actually go through it myself, it wasn't the best thing in my world. Right. It didn't, it didn't work for me. In my situation, okay. and I think every situation <clears throat> is different. Okay. And you try to get beyond the, the benefit of the doubt of, of the other one, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want the children to become the pawn. You don't want yeah. that to happen. And that happens so much. And then it becomes, uh, you, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to give you money on your mother extra money to pay for this and pay for that because she's spending it on herself. Like it just becomes oh, those sort of issues or the other yeah. way around, whether it's the female supporting the gentleman, right? Yeah. You know, giving yeah. him support. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just becomes a money issue. Yeah. Um, and not, and not the children's well being. Mm. So, 
like you said, every every situation is different. But uh, yeah, my kids don't have a relationship at all like that. But yeah, when it comes back to the question, when the oldest one was going to get married, um, of course she never did have a real one yet. <laughs> yeah, she, I know she, she got married did. through the pandemic. Oh my! So her her celebration will eventually come. Aww. But um, there was that conversation I did have with her about perfection because mm. she wanted it to be perfect. She didn't want that fear of is it going to work out okay. you know, and stuff like that, right? But I, because of the gentleman who I'm married to now mm-hmm. made such a huge impact on her life, she knows that she doesn't want to have the relationship that her mom and her 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 or biological yeah. dad had. She wants a relationship with what I am. So she's husband. been able to see what a good relationship What a healthy looks relationship, like. yes. Because both of them were, were faith-based. Yeah, yes. Right? See, that's that's the thing. Right? Like, they both, yes, that's a good point. And, and that's a really hard, and she did talk about that at one point because uh, when it comes to, he was so involved in the church. Yeah. And they did things at the church. Right. And we would even have a youth over at the church, at front yeah. to our house. Yes. You know, when he, because he was a youth leader, a big yeah. youth leader. Right, and so that you know wasn't just the impact of the adults; it was with the youth as well, and mm. for him to be involved. And so that was the biggest obstacle that she told me she had a hard time getting past. Wow, is how to figure that out. Yeah, and I think that's something so, that she has to work on. So that's like that kind of brings me to just a different kind of a sidetrack. I'm going to say because because the impact of the church because he was so involved like and you're there you're hearing it you're seeing it people like oh my gosh is it true are like you know do they believe you do they not believe you what are they feeling like can you can you talk into that a little bit i wonder yeah um over the years now because it's been such a long time and how churches people come and go and things like that the majority of people that were at, at the church yeah. when uh, we went uh, together as a couple aren't there any longer. Okay. So it's it's probably a handful of couples yeah. that are at the church now yeah. that um, that really would that really would know the details. Okay. Um, and would remember and even right. a former pastor that attends there now too he would yeah. really know the detail. Yeah. Yep. But in the moment when you said you had the youth at your home. And then the youth see you Every guys Sunday split night. up. Like, did, was there ever a moment where the youth were like, like, did you feel them kind of, like, what the heck happened? Like, it would be so foreign to them because they're hanging out at yeah. your house and they see you two it, supposedly in love and things look, like, on the outside, right? Because yeah. we all have the behind closed doors sure. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're, they're seeing something that really is not, well, I did have one comment from some of the youth who are now married. Okay. Um, that they, because it, it came up actually at one of their weddings. I was to the to their wedding with my current husband. Right. And uh, they went and said, we knew there was something up. Really? We knew there was something up. Wow. Because even even though he was at the church a lot, yeah, he would like drop people off or whatever. And then he would just go wherever. Interesting. So that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Like they had like an, an there was something else. That something like, was yeah. up. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 
So you're a single mom. How many years were you single mom for before you found Before I met my husband? Yeah. 15 months. 15 months. Wow. So you... I have a 3C day. What's a 3C day? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's the three change day. Okay. When, When it happened, it was during family camp. It was July 16th. Okay. And I started my job July 16th. Okay. (laughs) And I met my current husband July 16th. Oh. So that's my 3C day. Wow. So on July 16th, I will post, this is my 3C day. So what does C stand for? Change. Change. Wow. My 3C day. That's amazing. I think it's all, I think totally God. So it's it's interesting. What I love about all that you're saying is... Like, you literally have seen God's hand through this whole oh, thing. totally. Like, you didn't just get mad one day and say, I'm out of here. You really put this to prayer, right? Uh, like, you yeah. really sought God on yes. this. And and he... And it wasn't overnight. No. It wasn't overnight. Because it was several years. Wow. When, when we first started to have issues, it was before my first was born. Wow. And then after that, there was other issues after she was born. And then, of course, then he got deeper into God again. And then, of course, after that, then when my second one was born, then there was other issues again. Mm. So it was continuous. And that was for 13 years. Oh, my goodness. So it wasn't like... That's a long time. Yeah, we were totaled together for 15. We were married for 13. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so let's get into the good stuff. Yes. The happy happy stuff. (laughs) Um, you're separated. You have your three C day. Yes. <laughs> okay, but before that, and, and I'm only gonna because because I know we've had we've had visits, and you've told me about. <laughs> she had a list. You had a list of what you and and actually your daughter had a yes. list. We had to go to where how the list got created. I I just turned forty. Okay. And uh, a couple ladies at our church were having a birthday party for one of their daughters. Okay. And one said, oh, we got to get a boyfriend for Pam. And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> don't even go down that road. Yeah. And, and so then that evening I was thinking when I went home, I'm like, well, I am only 40. Yeah. God, do you really think I'm going to be by myself? Like, and that's, that's young. Okay. It's and young. Like, and I said, I'm here, I'm having this conversation. One day. I'm sitting on my back deck on a swing and I'm... God, I'm okay if you want me to raise these girls by myself. Like, this is if th- this is your plan. You told me to trust you. Yep. I am trusting you. Yeah. But, like, if not, like, what do I do? Like, you know, I don't, don't want to do the bar thing and all that. Because it's right. not the man Tell that I you want. Are. Yeah. yeah. So I said, to, I said to my oldest the next day, Mommy just turned 40. Now, not that there's going to be a gentleman in my world or anything soon. I said, but, you know, we're doing family camp and things like that at Brayside. And and I know you do things at the um, at the super church thing and all kinds of questions. and things. So just think about this. If mommy was to get in a relationship with a gentleman, um, what would you want me, what would your desires for a gentleman to live in the home if we end up getting married, whatever? Right. Not saying we're doing that. Right. And not saying that I know who I'm looking for or anything. So anyway, she said, okay, because she liked to make lists. Okay. <laughs> to this day, she still does her list, and that's a big thing in our home. You know, even the youngest 
She went camping this past week and she made a list. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. We do lists. But there's notes. something really satisfying about yes. being able to scratch it stuff it off. off a list. Well, my oldest just showed me how to make it on my on my iPhone with dots. And I just oh, got to press dots now. Oh, see. Right? That's and then awesome. the youngest said, yeah, and you can delete the dots and add in more dots. I'm like, okay. <laughs> whatever. We're not going there. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the paper list. Yeah. So she came back the next day with a list. And it just, and it was a list. It just wasn't one item. It was 10 items. 10. 10 items. Okay. And it was interesting, the order of the items. Okay. The first one was, um, if he had a job, because now my ex, well, wasn't ex yet, it was almost, another year later was the ex, um, was, um, had to have, hardly ever had a job, right? Oh, interesting. Right? Okay. And so... The first thing on this list that my oldest put was had to have a job. And not only a job, had to have the job for more than 10 years. Oh my gosh. Had to have it for at least 10 years. And then I don't think the... I've ever had a job for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doing the same thing, but not the same job place. Yeah, so... 10 years, 10 wow. years. That was the first thing on the list. And the okay. second one was had to have a university degree. Oh. Because my ex didn't have that either. Okay. And I'm thinking, like, really? These are serious things. I'm like, where and she's young. Like, she's where only, is she getting this she's from? She's 11. Wow. 11 yeah. at this time, right? Mm -hmm. Almost 12. And I'm thinking, like, oh, man. Okay. And then the third one was had to be involved in church ministry. Okay, I can see where this is going. Yeah. And then the next one was... Had to like board games. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Had to like golfing. Now I wasn't. No, I'm not no like. Well, uh, you know, you Brooke Henderson or anything <laughs> yeah. like that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, I like liked it, but I mean, I wasn't a golfing every weekend or anything like that. So I don't even know where that one came wow. from. And then um, this was the kicker: if the person had children, uh -huh. it had to be. A girl okay between ages 9 and 10 oh my like she's specific she was so specific she and that age group specific. thing because she didn't want someone younger than her existing sister right and she didn't want no one older than her Wow. so she in this list I don't think she ever thought it was ever gonna get filled I think she felt that she this was her complete control thing okay Right, so that, and that's interesting because right. it's still an emotional that yes. she's dealing with. Right, right? so yeah. I think she made that list so far out there. Yeah, that you know what? Let's see if there. She probably wasn't never even thought that. You know, okay, God, if you want someone right. for mom, I'm making this list so bizarre that this is impossible for you. Wow. <laughs> Remember, with God, all things are yes. possible. Yes. <laughs> That's really, it's interesting. Like, when you think about an 11-year-old, mm -hmm. like, she wouldn't articulate everything, like, I'm going to make this impossible for God. Maybe she did. I don't know. Um But it just, that's, that's like, it. it is like the impossible dream. It, it sounds like totally and then of course just a few other things you know little nitty-gritty things right that she would put in there right yeah um, so I'm like okay so she looked at me and she goes what do you think I'm like I think that's a great list thank you <laughs> so I Good go to for you for encouraging her and, and I'm looking at the list and I'm like oh my I said god you got your hands full so I, yes. and I and I looked at it and I never thought anything else of it and I put it in in my bible and so then, a couple days later, 
I went on. I went online. I don't know okay. why I would go online, but okay. I did. And anyway, I went. I'm thinking, oh, it's got to be something out there other than, I don't know, the weird ones. Not like what they're out there now. I mean, this has been 16 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. So I went on the most newfiest one you can ever think of. It's okay. called plentyoffish.com. <laughs> the most newfiest one. So I'm thinking. Pam's like, from Newfoundland, by the way, in <laughs> case you didn't tell by the accent. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, okay. And I'm looking, I'm looking, hmm. And you look at these profiles, It's like shopping, right? I, I think, when I look at stuff like that. And you're like, looking at the people... profiles, and you're like, oh, man. And and you know all the horror stories, right? Yeah. You know, about yeah. um, um, people saying that they're Christians, and they're not yes. really, right? Yes, And it just so happened I was a big Dr. Phil fan at that time. Okay. And so <laughs> I was watching him one time, and he said, if you're ever going to meet anybody online, make sure it's in a public place and things right. like that. I'm like, okay. I got it all straightened out. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. So there was this gentleman online. Um, so I connected with him on the Thursday. Well, he wanted to have coffee on a Friday. Well, this is Brayside week. I'm not having coffee. I'm at, I'm at Brayside. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I wasn't doing tiny tots then. I was attending the services. Oh, okay. So I went there morning, night, morning, night. My kids were like in the nursery and over at Super Church, yes, right? Yes. That was my time. That was my only time. Well, you needed time. I, that was my only time, yes. right? As a single person. Yeah. As a single parent, you take advantage of every church program you can go to for your children to be put in a room so so you can have time with God. Awesome. So that's where I was that's, that's what advice. I was doing. And I said and I'm like, okay. I'm like, really I'm kinda of busy. I didn't tell him where I was. I just said I was busy. Okay. And then that next night he says, Well, are you gonna be online again next tomorrow night? I'm like, Yes. So I came up from Brayside online. <laughs> you know, I get the kids to bed first. And I yeah. go, I'm like, Okay, see if he responded. Yeah, he wanted me to go for coffee. And I'm like, no. I said, I just have to put the kids to bed. At that point now, he knew I had a couple kids. And um, so he said, well, how about we go for coffee tomorrow night? I'm like, Brayside. I'm at Brayside. It's not done yet, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm busy tomorrow night again. Like this, right? <laughs> He's probably thinking, like, you're He's just like, giving me the He's like, what the heck around. is wrong with this lady, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then um, the next afternoon Sunday afternoon when the, when um, the oldest was out doing something and then the youngest one was having a nap and uh, I went online just to see if he was around Sunday afternoon and he actually he was there and the thing is the funny thing is is that now that I know what he's like technology was not his thing <laughs> and he just so happened to be on the computer for two weeks that's crazy so anyway we um, I, I agreed with myself but I can't meet with you till about 930 because Brayside would have been finished at, and I got to get kids, get them home. Now the oldest was just after doing a babysitting course so she could stay home with the youngest one at that point. Because okay. now the oldest one is 12, and you had to be 12, and whatever. Right. The babysitting course to stay home with a two-year-old. Okay, so we <laughs> we go for coffee, and I'm thinking like, oh, the most public place. Okay, Tim Hortons. Yes. We didn't have Starbucks then. Right. Right. Safe so, spot. Safe spot. Yes. You know, go out there on the highway where there's a Tim Hortons that you know that you won't run in anybody you knew. <laughs> so if this doesn't go so good, it's all oh, okay, right? Be, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. go to Tim Hortons that you never go to. Oh, and so anyway, so we, we chatted. And of course, in my head now, before I left, I took a little inventory of my list. Okay. That my oldest made. Yes. So it was almost like an interview. <laughs> when you met him? When I met him. So you do the casual conversation. Things, well, what do you do? And so he told me he worked at his job. I'm like, oh, 
it's kind of interesting. How long have you worked there? And he goes, oh, I just started my 12th year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, check. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, oh, I said, that's kind of cool. I said, do you have any like post-secondary education? He goes, well, actually, yeah, I've gone to two universities. And I'm like, okay. I said, do you have a degree or something like that? He goes, well, yeah, I have a theology from Bethany in Minnesota or wherever oh, in the States and a uh, education thing from the University of Toronto. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking, not only does he have one degree, he has two. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, okay. <laughs> and so as the conversation was going now, yeah, he played golf and the church that he attended in Cambridge is like, um, he's involved in the music team there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this list. And so I said, okay, this is the most bizarre thing I got to yes. have. So I said, well, do you have any kids or anything? He goes, well, yeah, I have a daughter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just stopped and I looked at him. I'm like, okay. And uh, I said, oh, I said, well, I, I got two girls too. And I said, and when he asked how old they were, and I said, well, one is going to be, well, she's 12. And the other one is going to be, well, two. And uh, he said, oh, he said, my youngest one is nine. And in four weeks, she's going to be 10. Oh my! Like I just about this, fell off the chair. I, I would be passing out. I would be like, <laughs> I just about fell off the chair. Seriously, yeah. Because on that list, she was so specific. Either yeah. had to be either nine or ten. Wow. She was nine, and she's turning. And 10. she's gonna be ten. And and he golfed and all that sort of stuff. So everything on the list was checked. Board and games. Checked. He likes board games. Board right? games. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything. It wasn't one check. It was double checks. So do you come home and you're like doing a happy dance? Like you know that he's like, this is insane. Well, I'm driving home and it was like, God, like what, what, like this is not, okay, I don't even understand what you're doing here. Wow. But I'm off the next two weeks and apparently I'm going to be dating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty much history after that because wow. that was in July we dated each other for a year, well, over a year, because we got married the following October, because um, had to wait for my divorce to finally go through. Yes. So that was a long two-year procedure. Yeah. And um, the this was the funny part because at that time anybody could pick up your divorce paper from court. Oh. So he picked up the divorce paper, walked down the street, and picked up the marriage certificate. Oh, <laughs> yes. Our marriage, so our, from the day it said on the paper, it was like the end of September, it was, and then we got married on October the 8th. So wow. it was seven days from the time we were divorced from the time we were married, oh, wow. legally on paper, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But totally all God. Totally oh, all God. Oh my goodness. Totally, totally God. <laughs> and, and I mean, knowing you guys, like you guys are literally a match made in heaven. Like it is... It's I, yeah. these guys are foodies. Let me just tell you, they are foodies, <laughs> and they love going to restaurants. And I I I enjoy watching your pictures online because it's hysterical. Yeah, they're out again. But the thing is, is that people say we're we're really a lot alike, and he's actually people think I'm organized. He's way more organized. Yeah. Like, we have Christmas totes that are red. Okay? <laughs> yeah. He actually waited in line on a Boxing Day morning to get red totes oh, so that goodness. he could have everything organized. Wow. Yeah, so it's one of those things where um, God knew I wanted a home, yeah. which was not going to, like, when I say a home, I mean, like, purchase a home. That was not going to happen in my previous relationship. That was not wow. going to happen because he wasn't working enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, not yeah. even maintaining a job for more than ten years. Yeah, right. Um, you know, at some points I had to work two jobs just to keep things afloat. Yeah, and um, 
of course, with David with that job and things like that. And God knew I wanted a red maple. And I wanted a home with a dishwasher. Aww. And so yeah. this house here, it was on the market for four or five months. And we saw it online on MLS. And we were like, um, you know, and I kept on saying to David, it's still not sold. Is there something wrong with that house? Yeah. Anyway, we, we finally came and had a look at it in January. And it was hours a week later. Wow. And, uh, and like that's a totally... And so then that well, we got possession of it in April. And that's when we started to see everything bloom. Mm. Well, we didn't know it was a red maple tree in the front. Oh, It was my. a red maple. I, I, just, like, I had goosebumps. The details. That God is in the details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the flowers, all the wow. perennials. Like, they were all here, most of them. Wow. We've added more since we've been here and stuff. But, yeah. But yeah, and it's a home. And I mean, I mean, you guys have been here, and we, and that's why, yeah. when it comes to any sort of like whether it's summer or winter or whatever, we really like to have people in our home, yeah, because we want to give back. We yeah. want we want people to see that you know what we've been blessed with, mm-hmm. not not as if man and man, nothing like no, that. No, you guys it's are just that so... people need to see that you might go through hardships, yeah, but you can't you can't. You can't try and go. You can't go down that spiral. You can't. Right. Right. Just give it to God. Yeah. You gotta give it to God because that's that's how that, that's how that's it all is. You can do. That's all you can do. And He has embraced. I mean, I can say this because I, but I'll get you to kind of iterate a little bit. He has embraced your girls like they're His own, eh? Like yes. He really and like the whole family. Yeah. Even with His daughter. Well, the youngest one. Because she was only two. Yeah, she, he would be her dad. Yeah, that's her through dad. Through and through. That's, right? that's who she calls yeah. dad. Now, the yeah. oldest one, when she's referring to us, she right. is not mom and dad. It's always my parents. Oh, wow. That's how she differentiates yeah. it. My parents, right? Okay. But when it comes to, like, birthdays and Christmas or Father's Day, the cards are, like, to my dad. Wow. Yeah, it's not like to my stepdad or anything like that. It's to my dad. It's beautiful. Because that's the relationship that they have with them. God has truly gifted you. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Um, Just in closing, what would be, what would you say to somebody who's in the middle of a divorce or considering, like what advice would you give them um, as they're kind of going through the process what kind of encouraging maybe words would you say? Well, to them? if it's if it's a safety issue, God will take care of you. Mm. You know, and and don't say how. That's not for us to know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know God's plans. Yeah. And goodness, good thing we don't know. Yeah. Good thing we true. don't know the yeah, plans. That's true. Um, but I think if if you're truly and faithfully open to where He's going to take you. Yeah. He's going to take you way beyond wherever you can even dream. Mm-hmm. I, I could not believe where I am now. Yeah. If I was to think of this even 20 years ago. Yeah. Because these past couple days uh, would have been, um, in my first marriage, would have been an anniversary. Wow. Right? So it's like, and I reminisce on, no, I don't sit there thinking of it. But when do you, it's your first marriage, you're always going to yes. think. Yeah. Right? You know, man, where I was then and where I am now. Yeah. I would never, never even expect to be there. But I think I think people need to understand that you your relationship is like a is a three string cord. Mm. You gotta have you and your partner and God. Yeah. And three of them intertwined yeah. makes a strong rope. Yeah. 
right? That's and it's good. not like tie a knot and hang on, but it's you need to be intertwined. Yeah. And communication is huge. Yeah. Not yeah. only between you and your partner, but between you and God. Yeah. And and, and obviously that was you definitely were like literally listening to God's voice to oh, help you through this. Whole our thing, conversation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so since then, um, there's I'm not saying it's it's always been sweet. I mean, not in my relationship, not saying that, but in my in my walk and thinking about, because um, I'll have dreams mm. that will bring up my past, the emotions, the emotions, and sometimes I don't want to go back to sleep. Yeah. So that was when um, you know more and more you talk about your story and you tell other people. I know that it's all a part of healing. Yeah. Um, and 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 God also honors that. I think. Yeah. Uh, to. Um, help you um, have a settled mind well and I think I, I'm a firm believer in when you go through yucky stuff God will use it for something good yeah. like this for instance somebody's listening right now and they're gonna they're gonna be like oh my gosh I needed to hear this and what I'm trying to say is you can relate to that person more than me like I can't say to a person oh I know what you're going through because I literally don't mm -hmm. but you know you've lived it walked it breathed it and 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 so turning beauty for ashes is it was it was a horrible time in your life but look at how God can use it to use it for ministry but now. since then uh, there has been a few young couples at our church where only one partner is at the church now because yeah. there was some sort of um, domestic and violence and things like that in their home. Okay. And I could, I, I knew. Wow. And I would go you to them. And I, and I would approach the wife. Wow. And I'm like, you know what? It's not okay for you to stay there. Wow. And they would look at me as if like, how the heck do you know? Yeah. Right? And I, yeah, there's been you a few times. Wow. There's been a few times where God has placed that on my heart to go and say something. And it and after and now they're really married to other people, wow. so that's really kind of yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, that's really amazing. Cool. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, in the podcast, I'm going to tag Pam's contact information, and she has agreed that if you want to contact her, even just let her know what you felt about this podcast, or if you have questions, or just need prayer, or somebody just to talk to. Uh, reach out to her. I, I'm so thankful that you're willing to, because this is a personal topic, Pam, and I mm -hmm. appreciate you sharing this, um, because I, I just you don't you don't hear a lot about it in the church. It's really something that people don't. I think there's shame to it, and that's a shame. Um, I think we need to be open about it and and not let people feel less than because, yep. right? Look at how God has blessed you, and God has honored you yes. because you have. Yep been faithful to him through it all mm -hmm. and so i think that's the same for anybody when you're faithful to the lord he's going to honor you yep. you know so we're going to close in prayer i'm going to ask pam to pray over just the listeners and anybody who might be listening who is going through um a separation or a divorce just that god would uh, keep his hand on you and then we'll close up okay dear heavenly father thank you for this evening lord Thank you for people who are listening out there, Lord. And place your hands upon them, Lord, and give them the wisdom and guidance to know what to do, Lord, just like you did with me. Be with them and protect them and and know that and let them know that they are loved, Lord. And what they're going through is not that it's okay, Lord, but the fact is that you are there with them and you're going to carry them through yes. and that you will help them get through this. 
Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Appreciate it. Would love to hear from you. Put just some comments in there. Let us know what you thought about this podcast just to encourage us as we continue on. Uh, I encourage you to um, join with me next week. We are going to have a special guest. Her name is Terry Granville. And we're actually going to be talking about another extremely sensitive topic. And we're going to be talking about abortion. Uh, Terry had an abortion when she was uh, a young adult. And um, God has just seen her through it. Again, another miraculous story. Um, so tune in next week. And um, we'll be talking about that. So God bless everyone. Thanks for joining. Have an amazing week. And don't forget to drink your coffee. <laughs>